Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. Hello. Hello. We are chatting today, and I cannot believe it's already the end of 2021. No, it's like so weird how fast it flew by. I feel like that's so cliche to say. Like adults always tell us, especially with our kids, like enjoy it. It goes by fast. But really this year I'm like... It feels like a blur to me. I don't know if that's I feel you. like every month began and then it was like ending and I'm like, wait, how are we already to the next month? Like yeah. e- this fall flew by. I felt like August yes. came and then the fall like was gone. It's actually concerning when I think about it. Maybe it's because 2020 felt really slow. Like everything yes. shut down and we were forced to like sit. With And we were all like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. We had no clue. So this one flew by. But a lot happened this year. Yeah. Brittany is now free. She's free. <laughs> what else has happened? People are together that I like never expected. Like. Travis and Courtney. Yeah. Travis and Courtney. And and why are we thinking of all these dumb examples? People are like, oh, wow. Taylor released her album. I mean, we are all obsessed. We're continuing to get more. If you guys have listened for a while, though, I'm not really a Swifty, so I'm not even going to lie. I've not listened to the whole thing yet still. Yeah, that's disappointing. Sorry. But she released an album. People were obsessed. I think she's released two this year already. Oh, okay. There you go. Or maybe one last fall. I don't know. A true Swifty would know that, Samantha. I get the dates confused, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot happened in 2021. So we just like wanted to take some time as we move into the new year, just like to recap kind of what we learned this year. We hope that this like sparks you guys also reflecting and maybe all of us can take just kind of like what God is teaching us, what we learned, maybe through hard things or like cool things or fun things, kind of what we learned. So yeah. What are your thoughts, Samantha? Well, we did this last year, and I remember us kind of talking about, like, I've never really been one to come up with a word for the new year or to do resolutions. I don't really know if you do that. I do sometimes, but it's not like a huge part of a new year for me. I almost feel like that's surprising if you know me personally, because I am someone who really likes like a plan and I like to like have, I don't know, goals and I don't know. But anyways, I've never really done that, but I do like to reflect back on things, I think, We've talked about this in other episodes, too, but it's so good to kind of like remember how things were, where you came from, what God did or where you were that God like now has brought you to. And I think the art of remembering, I do think it's an art or like a practice because we almost have to like train ourselves to do that. We're so future oriented, especially in our culture now. It's like, well, what's next? What's coming in the future? Like what's in store for me where we don't really like to take time to look back and say, oh, wow, I was there and now I'm here. Like what have I learned along the way? And so I think it's good to reflect and remember like we are. Yeah, I think it's so good. I think some people are like really passionate about a new tradition you do every year or whatever, which I think is awesome. I don't think there's necessarily a right or, or wrong way to do that. But I think it's always really good to like look back, reflect, think about what you've learned, think about how you've grown. Maybe like even if that's not in a good way, like even then like setting goals for the future or I don't know, it's a good place to start for the new year. So yeah. Okay. Want to kick us off? Yeah. My year has been interesting. I feel like I think that just being sensitive to that COVID was a really hard, I don't know. I'm even getting that whole timeline confused. I guess 2020 was a really hard year for a lot of people and it was for us in some ways, but at the same time, it was actually a really great year for me specifically and our little family because it just forced us to really slow down and it brought some like really sweet, genuine moments. I mean, 
I'm even thinking about this. I haven't even reflected. I went from being a stay-at-home mom for my daughter's three and a half years to like working this year with you. I mean, working on the podcast together, we had done some of that, but like working at our same church together. And so that was a really big adjustment, but it kind of was a year for me where I really recognized quickly things were kind of picking back up to that same pace that maybe 2019 had. We were kind of all like, on the edge, I felt like. And COVID was a just break, a breather for us to all settle down. And so I almost felt myself going back into that old way of life and really not liking that pace. And so kind of evaluating like what's important in life. How easy is it to just say yes to all the things, all of the great things, and then find yourself in a really bad place like Justin and I, I can't remember when it was, but I felt like, I guess it would have been in the spring and into the summer. Like I felt like we weren't really getting good time in our marriage. I felt like I, you know, at started this job. And so I was really finding the tension of like, how do I still spend good time with my daughter when she's in a lot of like childcare now, or we have sitters a lot. And so I kind of was going crazy over the summer and into the fall and was like, I don't want to be living like this. I think we're hearing a lot of like, oh, well, people are still just living like it's COVID and not wanting to do things. And I think a part of that is good for our culture. Like maybe we were all just going way too hard and it's good that people are kind of taking inventory of their life, seeing what they want to add back, what brings value. Now, can that lead maybe its hand to some laziness or just like not wanting to extend yourself for good? For sure. But I think for me, I've had to really kind of like scale back again and say, okay, God, like I want to be able to do all that I'm doing the best that I can and making sure the time that I'm spending doing certain things is worth it, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. No, I think that's so good, though, because like I think back, one of the things I was going to say is like, I feel like we all kind of felt this tension in 2021. I think leaving 2020, we were so excited, like, oh my gosh, everything's going to get back. And kind of what you're saying is like, you don't want it to necessarily get back because maybe we're at an unhealthy place that I think I've said it so many times this year, like as simple as like, I don't know, you know how like that thing about like it takes 21 days to get into a habit. Yeah. Isn't it 31? I, oh, I thought 20? it was 21. I don't know. I, don't know. I've <laughs> so always got off 21. I thought it was like a month basically to start or break a habit. Okay. I don't know. Well, Maybe. any Whatever. of that though, I feel like yeah, so many times this year I found myself, I don't know, just having to like step back and say, oh shoot, this feels really hard because I'm just out of the habit of that. If that was like working out or at the pace I was working or if it was the pace that I was like planning social engagements, like whatever that may be. I felt like 2021, I was so overwhelmed so many times, just like trying to do all the things when I think like you're saying, it was really good for me to be challenged and like, wait, why do I feel like I need to be running that fast? Now, again, I think there's certain ways like we are like, you know, called or like we need to move into like those things and like be uncomfortable or be willing to make sacrifices, whatever that may be. But what you're saying is like you guys learned in a family and as like you personally that it was like good for you to take that time and slow down and have to like re kind of hash all those commitments. And I don't know, for sure. Think about that more. Yeah, you're right. I fact checked you. It is 21 days. Ugh, I was right. Christian, she's right. I'm Thank just you. Kidding. Can you say I'm it again kidding. one more time no, for all no, people in the back, people in the back. <laughs> But it is so true. So maybe you're kind of feeling like that as you're coming to the end of this year. You're kind of feeling like, shoot, I am feeling so drained and 
I just wasn't expecting that for myself this year. Maybe use the holidays. I know that Justin and I kind of weirdly still operated. We like call it, I don't know. I still feel like we have a Christmas break. break. Christmas we, break. We, li- we live in a college town. And so I feel like it's a good time to kind of take inventory of your life, like what you've committed to and things that you can change because we kind of get in our minds sometimes that there are things we like can't take off of our plate, but we really can if we're creative about it. Or maybe there is a season where you're like, okay, I really can't let go of anything for the next like two or three months, but how am I going to commit to like taking that off when it hits that point or whatever? And I think, I don't know. So rest for me has just been good because I kind of like miss that daily rest in COVID, that slower pace. And, you know, we've talked again about the book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Yeah, I was going to say that. We just read that as a staff yeah. team. So we'll put that in our show notes if you want a good resource for that. Too. Yeah. So I think rereading that also played into my mindset of like wanting to just slow down and have more kind of time to be still and hear from God and not consume as much. And so that's a big thing for me. Yeah, that's awesome. What about for you? I was going to say, I mean, I just feel like 2021, when we were planning this episode and I was thinking through like, again, we think it's really important to reflect. And I was just thinking, I remember on our last episode when we did this at the end of 2020, we talked about, I remembered the New Year's Eve going from 19 to 20 and people were like, 2020, the year Mm -hmm. of amazing things. And then obviously it was the year that we had, we all hated it and it was awful. And I kind of think again, oh, the I same forgot thing about happened. that. Like everyone was like, Christmas, oh, yeah. like it was all like the day to be the best thing. Um, <laughs> I but I think kind that. of the same thing happened. Like I was reflecting back, like leaving 2020. I think I even was like starry eyed about 2021. It was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the year where like all things are fixed. My circumstances will be great. My life is just going to look so much better than this year because it was like terrible. I think I just like, I put so much expectation into this year and honestly, I just grew a ton and I feel like God really refined my thinking and my defining of just his goodness and his faithfulness in not being in my circumstances and not being in like what is happening in my day to day, but just in ultimately like who he is in his character. And so I think like yeah, I just foolishly went into 2021 being like, okay, great. My circumstances will be good and therefore life will be good. And I think 2021 for us was really hard. It was like, you know, it's been stressful. It's been emotional, relationally and work. And there's been sad things that have happened, just really hard things. And I think God just really worked on my heart to also recognize like, yeah, the goodness of him doesn't come through the goodness of my circumstances. That like even in really hard circumstances, I can still find comfort in a God that is good and a God that is steadfast and faithful in what he calls us to and what he like takes us through. And so I think I was just like really encouraged by that. And even going into the next year, into 2021, like I'm excited for the new year. I think it's a cool way to like start again and start fresh kind of in a way. But at the same time, like I don't want to say, yeah, I hope it's better because like, no, I just actually hope it's just like exactly what God wants to take me through, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think that should be really encouraging to us all. Like, how can we just live each season of our life just not being so expectant in the way that our own desires would kind of promote or like lead us to that, but more in a way, an expectant way of like, I have no clue what it's going to look like, but I'm excited to step into whatever God has for me. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I watched you walk through hard things this year and it is weird that when I look back on this year, I think we've both grown a lot and yeah, we've both walked through and are currently walking through still some really hard things. And so it's not like we've grown and we've been in great relationship with God and with like others because everything 
things hunky dory in our lives. It's actually the opposite. And I think we all know that suffering or we're told and we can like intellectually fathom, okay, suffering brings joy at the end. But it is kind of interesting when you can reflect back on it and say like, okay, I wouldn't change anything we both walked through because we're better women for that. We're better followers of Jesus for it. So that's yeah, good. Yeah. One of the places which I just wanted to read for us today, one of the places that like I was taken many times in my like quiet time throughout this year, but also just as I reflect on this idea was Isaiah 43 and just the whole chapter, but specifically the first like four verses. So I just wanted to read him here because it says, but now this is what the Lord says, he who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And he goes on to say in verse four, since you are precious and honor in my sight and because I love you. And I just think it's like amazing. I think I look at that in the situations I walked through this year, one of them being with my son and just like some hard things that we could potentially be looking at just with him and his development. I think I was just like eye opened that I remember like this one afternoon of like walking into a doctor's appointment and literally like texting all my friends. And I was like, you know, I just want to be like reminded that like God is good at three o'clock and he is good at like four o'clock, like after our appointment. And I just remember like that kind of described my year a little bit that like, I want to be someone who finds the goodness of God in every situation that I don't need to be consumed by the stressors of this world or the hard things about my day or a hard conversation I'm going to have. Because like ultimately when I wake up, he is good. And when I go to bed, he is good. And it's really comforting to me. And so that verse alone just like set my sight to something further than I think what I was just like wanting this year to be. I wanted this year to be like, oh my gosh, it was like a weight was lifted off my chest coming. You know, we made it to 2021. And ultimately, I just don't want to live a life like that. I want to live a life that's not necessarily easy, but that just follows in line with like what God is asking me to be faithful with. So I don't know. I learned a lot. That brings me back to a lot of those things that I walked through with you this year and that kind of on the reverse, like you walked through with me. And I guess that brings me to kind of another thing this year that I've been really reflecting on. Like we, my family, we are currently in this second adoption process to add to our family. And I think it's just been a weird, well, you and I are closer this time than we were when you walked through our adoption with my daughter Emerson. I mean, you knew me and you knew some of the details of that, but this time it has just been a slower process. And you hear a lot of people talk about like the waiting and adoption, if you know like anything about that process. And for our first situation, it actually happened really quickly for us. And oh my gosh, I mean, adoption, anytime you do it is a really big, you know, it's a big journey to go through. But I mean, really last time it was like pretty simple and it happened pretty quickly. And I'm so grateful for that, especially after a few years of us like really wanting to grow our family. And then this time I feel like we're in that same place, but there's just not, it's not like I'm tangibly every day walking through this intense suffering, but it's just this sense of like nothing that can feel really frustrating in waiting. And it's like, we're told to like wait well, we're like asked, we're commanded to like wait well and wait with God and like seek him in the waiting. But I think 
day to day, that's really hard to do when you feel like God is being silent or just like, where are you? Like, yeah, it's almost like I, not that I wish something more tumultuous would be happening, but there's just like no emotion to it. It's like, nothing's good. Nothing's bad. I'm just sitting here waiting for something to happen that I have no control of that I really like even struggle praying for because it's like, okay, we know the perfect baby is out there for our family. So I want to like pray that that happens soon. But then I'm confronted with like, I think what everyone struggles with in prayer of like, when I know that to be true, like, well, then what am I even praying for? Like, I trust that. So how do I pray that that happens now? Or I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's just all these weird tensions that I think we're walking through. And I I don't think I can sit here and say like, I'm, here's what I'm learning in the waiting this time, because I'm like still sitting in it. But I know that like, I will reflect on this time and get to see a lot of really awesome things that have come out of it. And even in the like day to day, I've already seen like little ways that my friends have kind of like helped me or we've shown each other a lot of support or encouragement. But I think I'm still sitting in it. And I think that's also okay to say and get to be excited for like, I don't really see like the good that's coming out of the season yet. But I trust God in that looking back at his faithfulness. Like I know that hopefully next year at our 2022 recap, I'll get to like explain some of that more in depth because I'll my eyes will be like open to things that God was doing like right now. But it can just feel really weary when you're sitting in it in the moment. Through that though, it's caused me to lean on God in ways that honestly like I sometimes crave or am desperate for when things are going a little bit more my way. Like I know these times are so good for me, first of all, because I crave control and it's so honestly freeing for me to not have it. Like I'm able to just live each day being like, okay, God, like who knows what you have in store for me? Like literally from an email changing the whole course of my day, which Christian's laughing because she's been with me literally when I've gotten these emails about some adoption situations and so it's a freeing thing, but it's also hard in moments where I'm like, okay, it's just like not as simple as I'd want it to be. But I think it's fun that you guys get to hear like part of that journey of there's no solution to it yet, mm-hmm. but that's okay. But again, I think that's amazing. Like, I mean, I've shared this personally with you, but you and Justin are some of the, like the most faithful people I know who just like so obediently take like one step in front of another when you don't know what that's going to look like. And obviously I've seen that through adoption a ton. But I think, again, that even takes us to this idea that like you're saying, yeah, the situation's not as I would hope it to be. Like this circumstance in my life is not <laughs> fun. It's not like beautiful. It's not like sweet or cool. It's really hard. And I think again, like you're finding that, no, I can trust God's goodness and faithfulness in a circumstance that is not necessarily joy-filled for me or easy for me. It makes me think back to like you said that a few times of like sitting in the stillness, sitting in just like something that has to be like kind of quiet right now and like nothing's happening. It took me back to like, as I was reflecting, I remember early on someone, this is like so random, kind of a random tangent, but someone at my graduation, high school graduation gave me this piece of art and it's from Isaiah. I will get the exact reference because I can't remember, but it's something about living like a quiet and still life. And I remember kind of thinking like, oh shoot, I'm so far from quiet and still. If you guys know me, if you guys know me, I am like, kind of like to be life at the party, pretty loud, pretty energetic. And I remember I've actually had it hanging in my bathroom for a long time. And I remember thinking like, gosh, I still don't really understand that verse. I don't understand this idea of like being quiet and still. And honestly, as I've grown with Jesus and my walk with him, I think that's one of the themes that came out of this year of like, 
even just like in rest, as you're saying, being quiet and still in the presence of God. But even that, I think he calls us, there's tons of verses that talk about the stillness, having a peace that surpasses all understanding, just being quiet and still in the presence of Jesus. And I think the purpose that he calls us into that is simply like to hand over that control, like what you're talking about. Like in that stillness and quietness, we can't do anything other than trust him and we can't do anything other than like just surrender the current circumstances to him. And I think that's something that like you and I, maybe that we wouldn't have asked for, but are like so sweetly kind of being taught and reminded of over and over again, because we're going to need a reminder over and over again yeah. that we need that. And we would never choose to walk into these circumstances ourselves, but with much suffering in life or hard things we go through, I know that you and I probably wouldn't change anything. Or maybe, yeah, we wish things were differently, but we're already seeing fruit from it. And so we can trust that God has good in that. And so, yeah, I'm having to preach that to myself every day. And that is what's so sweet about when we're walking through hardship. A lot of times, like, I might not see some of the reasoning for why things are happening, honestly, while I'm on earth, but I can trust. I see like little pieces of fruit from that, that like, no, God really has purpose in this, even if I can't see the big picture, even in the small ways, even if that's like, yeah, I don't even know what that is, but a lot of small ways. Well, I think that's cool, though, too, because earlier this year, this is not to say because we did this, this is what's happening. But like you and I did both prayed. Like I remember talking like we want these to be years of growth. We want to be constantly refined to be like better women who like show and glorify God in our words and actions and thoughts. And so I just think that's cool, though, that in a way we've like seen those things come to fruition a little bit. Like God's like, okay, I'm going to teach you those things. Then I'm going to like refine you in places that maybe you and I would have never said like, yeah, I need to grow in that. But here we are feeling a little bit like on our knees, but really thankful that we're learning that about his character because he is a God who is like faithful and true. Yeah. Which is and awesome. That, that kind of wraps up too, like in a way, what we're both saying is like, we do feel weary in terms of like what we've walked through this year. But I think I've even seen in you and me, like even in these really hard moments that we're still currently in, I do have this sense of like peace and almost energy to carry forward for like what's next. It's like, and I know that's not me. Like I couldn't muster up enough like obedience or confidence or like energy to go forward with the next thing because I do feel very like weary and run down and honestly just like sometimes hopeless in this process. But I think that's God working in me of like, nope, like I'm just asking you to take the next step and I'm going to like give you the rest of what you need. And it's so freeing. Yep. It is so freeing. And so I hope that's like encouraging because I do, I'm like sitting here thinking through all the headlines we heard this year, just like from awful, terrible things to evil things to just like things that are tearing our like country apart or people apart or generations apart, like all of these things, if that's death or sickness. And I just like, that's so honestly freeing to me. Like you said, like freeing to me that we have a God who cares for us, not just for like this day or this year, but for eternity. And that is just like so comforting to me. And so if you're finding yourself in the same situation of just feeling weary and tired, take comfort in that and hope in that. And we'll for sure like leave some resources too that have just been encouraging to us. But yeah, this will actually be the last time we talk to you guys this year as we're taking a little break next week and we'll talk to you guys in the new year. And with that said, we just wanted to end just praying with you all. We feel like this is a community here that we're so thankful for. And we just wanted to pray together to ultimately at the end of the day, bring glory to God in this year and pray for that in next year. So all opens up. Samantha will close us and we'll talk to you next year. 
Dear Lord, we just come to you thanking you for this day, for this moment. Lord, I thank you for just whoever is listening and just for the story that you are writing in their lives. Lord, we praise you for who you are, for the constant peace giver and just source of faithfulness and goodness that you are in our lives. Lord, may you help us cling to that forever and always, but specifically moving into this new year, may you give us hearts that want to be tuned to learn more of who you are and grow closer to you. God, yeah, I just thank you so much for what you are doing through this podcast, not what Christian and I have the ability to do, but just how you're using us and how you are impacting so many girls and guys from listening to this each week. Thank you for the opportunity for a platform like this to be able to share what we're learning about you, Lord. And I just pray for everyone listening and for Christian and I that no matter what we step into in each new year or even down to new months and weeks and days, that we would have the confidence that you will be there with us and that we don't have to want to control and get bogged down by what's next or planning ahead of what's to come for our lives, but that we can just sit and rest in knowing that you already have each day, each hour perfectly planned out for us and that all we have to do is be obedient in that next step each day and how much peace can come from that. And also, Lord, that you would give us the strength to be able to do that in our culture that is telling us that we're in charge and we're in control of our own destiny and that we kind of have to make all of this happen, that you would remind us that nothing happens apart from you and that we could just rest inside of that, Lord. And I think that ultimately that gives us confidence that comes through you in a way that can change our daily lives and the people around us and make an impact that points others back to you. So Lord, I just pray that you would give us energy and strength as we walk through whatever this next year brings and that we wouldn't be afraid to walk through hard things because ultimately we know that that brings us more joy, that brings us to a closeness with you that we can't get otherwise. So thank you for everything you've done for us this year and through this podcast. And we just pray that everyone would have a blessed 2022. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Bye.